It's that time again for another Kevin Hempel podcast. Uh, today we're going to be hearing from Nick, the founder and owner of Anywhere Warrior. So Nick's story uh, and his vision is basically he started Anywhere Warrior with an idea before he had a name for it. The drive came from a love for functional fitness and using his body to be able to navigate any terrain and see some spectacular views while he was doing it. He said he got the bug when he started doing Spartans, Tough Mudders, and Endeavor Town challenges. And uh, he just totally has a passion for teaching others. And he found a way to share his love for nature with fellow athletes and clients through the Anywhere Warrior program and company that he started. Uh, one of the things that intrigued me was the Trail X program, which he goes into further in depth on it. I first met Nick a couple years ago when I had joined Omni and started my fitness journey. And so we decided to bring him on the show. So uh, enjoy. And if you ever want to check him out, go ahead and go to AnywhereWarrior.com or find him on Facebook and Instagram as well. And have a great day. Thank you for listening. Hey everybody, it's Kev Hempel here with the Kevin Hempel Podcast. Um, I'm sitting here with an awesome uh, guest today, and uh, his first name is Nick. A lot of you may know him if you are local here in California, but you are going to get to know him on a national scale soon enough, I'm sure, based on the things that I see that he's doing. Uh, we just decided to bring him on the show. Uh, he's the founder of Anywhere Warrior, and we're going to let him go ahead and talk about his whole business and what he's doing for people and how he's really changing and saving lives. And, uh, and uh, we'll get some stories out of him on why he did it and uh, how he's doing it and how he's making things happen. So um, here he is. Here's Nick. Welcome. Thank you. That was quite possibly the best introduction I've ever received. So. Not true. Not true. Ah. I've heard some really good ones of you. That's quick and short. And we're just going to make yeah. it happen. So. I'm, I'm for it. Uh, but yeah, thanks for having me on. I'm excited to talk about uh, the vision of Anywhere Warrior, this project that I've been uh, working on since uh, middle of summer. It's been really cool. I've always had like a, a passion of fitness and the outdoors. So I'm trying to bridge the two together and create a purpose. And that's bringing people outside to get fit and have fun and learn all sorts of new ways to utilize their body. Kind of tap into the old adventure spirit of the frontier, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> so I was really drawn to the, uh, to the whole process that you're doing because of the trail workouts and everything else. So why don't you tell everybody who's listening like, what it's about and kind of why you started it. So you're talking about the Trail X. Yeah, which is, yeah. It, it's a cool new idea that I had. So um, I fell in love with you know obstacle courses um, as I got older, but when I was younger, just hiking off into the woods, into nowhere, always was fun to me. Uh, Yosemite was really close by. My parents had a cabin, which is about 20 minutes away. So snowshoeing through the winter, uh, hiking through in the summer, and just seeing you know Mirror Lake, going up near Half Dome, going up to the Devil's Dance floor, going up to Glacier Point was all fantastic. You know, so I want to take like those moments of, hey, here you are on this planet, behold this beautiful thing that you have mm. and that just puts everything into perspective like how do we keep this awesome mm. and you know it's not an easy climb I was actually uh, highly inspired by Teddy Roosevelt as a kid especially young Teddy Roosevelt <laughs> um, he and I both had something in common we were both runts he, uh, he he had a series of medical problems and when he went to college his physician said sir if you do anything physical or you raise your heart rate you will die and uh, Teddy Roosevelt to the doctor said, all right, well, I'm not going to do anything you said. And then he proceeded to go swimming up and down um, uh, 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 the Hudson River. 
and like every day he wow. he spoke about the strenuous life so he had this medical sort of like disadvantage he was always sick but he was wicked smart so he read a lot of books when he was young and uh, I got a quote here about uh, from him about this whole thing that really resonates with it can I read it yeah yeah of course um, I wish to preach not the doctrine of ignoble ease but the doctrine of strenuous life the life of toil and effort of labor and strife to preach that highest form of success which comes not to the man who desires mere easy peace but to the man who does not shrink away from danger from hardship or from bitter toil and who of these wins the splendid ultimate triumph so that's just the introduction to this tremendously long speech that he had um, just talking about the, the strenuous life you know um, this was right around the you know the dying days of the cowboy and the rise of industrialization where things got you know easier to the machines and um, so he was always like hey don't get you know lackadaisical you know because you have an office job go out and do this thing I mean he was a silver spoon kid you know uh, very upper uh, upper class but he went out to Wyoming and he failed three ranches just because he's like I gotta do something that you know is hard I gotta do something that isn't gonna be given to me I have to earn the success so he failed three ranches um, but he won a big name in politics and he continued to grow and grow and then he went into the army Created the Rough Riders his own battalion of cowboys essentially <laughs> um, They were they were a cavalry. They got sent to Cuba. They had no horses. They were kind of ineffective <laughs> <laughs> So um, wow, I've never never heard that. Oh before. man Teddy Roosevelt before his his presidency is a character Anything big in his life happened mm -hmm. at the top of a mountain Really? Yeah, like he had numerous pivotal, pivotal points through his life where, you know, he was just a top, he saw something amazing and he's like, I have to do this thing here at the top of this mountain. Mm. So um, the, the, one of the final things, um, one thing in particular, he was up, I believe it was Mount McKinley and he was just hiking as vice president, cruising around, just like, I'm going to go up this mountain um, and uh, McKinley shot. And so the rangers have to go find him on this mountain, and he's up at the top. They're like he's probably at the top. They meet him. They're like, "Hey, uh, you're the president. You gotta come with us." Whoa! At 44 years old, top of a mountain. So, Whoa. right. So Trail X. What I want people to do is what I'm trying to help teach people and give people that opportunity. Hey, we're gonna do something that's kind of hard. We're gonna run or walk, or we're gonna move, and we're just gonna get there as a group, and we get to a checkpoint. We're gonna do something fun. It's gonna be another challenge right then and there. And then we're gonna move to another checkpoint. And then so far it's you know four checkpoints. I'm keeping everything under five miles just because it's something new. It's something that I'm working with groups, so I don't want to stretch out too far because then I'll be ineffective. Mm -hmm. um, it's got a challenge for folks who like to go fast. It's already a challenge for folks who are like, I'm just gonna go slow. And it, it really opens it up to all activity levels. And it's cool because it, I'm gonna take you around the Bay Area and around hopefully greater areas. Um, to see these wonderful views. I mean, I got really inspired through training with with, uh, with Dennis, going all over in the uh, Marin Headlands and doing uh, the Endeavor with him and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, that was just one more nudge in that direction of, hey, there's something you're out there to do. Mm. You're, you're close to it. Hey, it looks, look behind the curtain real quick, you know, mm. open your eyes as you stand on top of a mountain out of breath covered in dirt. You know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, we know it. Yeah. So, um, you know, just taking that kind of experience and making it uh, uh, more more in a handful instead of like, oh, I got to dedicate 
a lot of time and effort and money into this thing. I want to bring something to somebody, to everybody, right. who can say, hey, here's a trail in my backyard. Here's a quick little workout written by Nick in the Anywhere Warrior program, because now I'm a member. I have that access to the workout. I take it to the trail that I'm on. Doesn't matter what the trail is. You can do these workouts, because it's going to be by mile checkpoints. So you go, you hit whatever that checkpoint is. At that point, if you have that availability in the space, you have something to do. It's generally body weight, mm. but I'm working on something called the Choose Your Weapon series, where uh, I give you a piece of equipment, and you got to lump that up and around the uh, uh, trail. Wow. And then at each checkpoint, you have a very specific workout only for that piece of equipment. Mm. So it throws that extra level. So I've got like a 40-pound sandbag. I've got a 60-pound kettlebell. I've got a 45-pound kettlebell. So I've got like various things that you can bring with. A TRX, for example, you can hang that from a tree if the trail is right. And uh, so you add a whole strength component or a plyometric component to a hike. Mm. So it's, it's about that strenuous life. So, so if someone's like, I don't want to do that. Cool. That's fine. What's up? We have the main trail X. It's all body weight because I'm not going to have equipment for everybody right. yet. <laughs> so question, couple yeah. things you said there. There's the membership right. of, of it, but then there's also the different programs, it sounds like, or what so, do you So you can do a one off like anything else. So okay. let's you know So like a normal workout. Right. Okay. So let's say that you know you want to meet up with me on, you know, the weekly and we meet every Friday at twelve thirty and you're like, Hey, I want to be part of that membership. Cool. So you pay uh, the membership fee, which right now is only 30 bucks. Okay. And what that gets you is a um, custom written workout for a week that's sent your way. So those come out every Wednesday. So it's a Wednesday to Wednesday workout. $30 a month or $30 a week? $30 a month. Okay. So it starts there. And then you also get an invite to the, any, uh, to the Trail X's. And that's free right there. Okay. You pay your 30 bucks, you can go to all four of that season. Gotcha. So then, um, let's say that you're not a member. So... That Trail X is now 25 bucks for one, or it's 40 bucks for the season. So there's a little incentive there to the membership. Okay. Also with the membership, you get the podcast. You get, um, I'm actually working on my nutrition certification right now. It's kind of a slog. I've got my many irons and fires, yep. so I'm a slow reader at this point, but I'm trying to figure out how to maximize my days. Yeah. So as, as I develop you know, my toolbox, the memberships will be able to grow so that I can give more and give a, a bit a bigger and better service but you know i'm trying to you know not overcharge for something that i can't give yet mm -hmm. so um with the membership you get a whole bunch more than just like hey let me get a one-on-one -on -one. you have a whole week where i think about you and i give you that workout mm. and then um what other folks have done is um as they've noticed you get a discount on your on your regular sessions so you pay your 30 bucks you save 40 bucks per session See what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it's a way for you to kind of throw in at the beginning of the month, hey, this is my commitment, these are things that I want, and then it incentivizes you to get more of those one-on-one -on -one sessions. Mm -hmm. Or if your schedule's super crazy, you've got a whole week. If you can find that hour, that 45 minutes, to squeeze that one-day workout in, easy peasy, and you're done, and you're feeling good, you're feeling great, you're staying on your game, and you can do it where? Anywhere. That's right. That's right. So that's beautiful. That's beautiful. <laughs> that is beautiful. Oh, forced. What? So what forced this process? We know 2020 is quite interesting. Uh, it's been quite quite interesting the year. So what finally made you go? Okay, it's time to 
It's time to hit this thing. What 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 burning fire inside you went? This is my story. I'm gonna I'm gonna control this thing. We're gonna run. So it started back in San Diego when I was uh, living down there. I was working at a place called Alta Vista Academy. It was a mental health facility for teenagers who either ran away or were taken away. And I, you know that taught me that I have a lot of patience and I'm kind of good at explaining how things work. So, you know, I would teach algebra, history, the, the whole gamut, and I would have a very volatile, you know, population. Um, desks thrown, books thrown, windows smashed, computers broken, mm. so many swear words. Um, and then, like, physical restraints. So, um, one day, I got my knee kicked in, I dislocated it, I sprained my MCL, and uh, we worked right across the street from a hospital, so as soon as I was taken out of the, like, switched out of the restraint, I was, like, going up the hill. So I just limped up. And they're like, oh, you work at the school. I had my ID on me. I was like, yeah. So um, after that, I was in an ankle to hip brace just to immobilize the knee for like six months. And it was the worst. And when I went through physical therapy, my, doc, uh, my therapist was like, so you're going to have to do these kinds of exercises every day for the rest of your life if you want to like make sure that you don't jack your knee up again. And that was like a big blow. I was like, oh my God, this is rough because I was an athlete growing up, snowboarding, skateboarding, baseball, football. Uh, I tried basketball, I tried wrestling. Um, I tried to do track. I realized I was slow for a short guy, <laughs> but I could throw okay. So I found out that I was a thrower. And so just having all this like physical background and then in comes my cousin Ricky. He is my dad's first cousin, so he's my second cousin. So cousins are cool by default, right? Yeah. It's like it's like a sibling. It's like a special special relationship just because. Exactly. You're not quite brother sister, but you're like close enough that your family that you want to still protect them and exactly you know, you'll still take some bullets if needed. So now we're gonna amplify that by a times two factor of like, oh, let's get this kid somewhere out of all this love. So he's he's seen me grow up my entire life, and he just while I'm we meet up for dinner one night, I'm coming in on the crutches, and we're just having a discussion. He's like, so what are you doing with these kids? And I was like, changing the world? <laughs> and How old were you? I was uh, 22, 23. This uh -huh. is back in 2011. So, um, 2012, pardon me. So, world was supposed to end already. So I was like, oh, my knee's broken. It's the worst. Yeah. So anyway, um, he goes, well, you should be doing you know, personal training. You should go out. You should start your own gym. You should start you know, doing what you do because you got all this energy. You've got all this passion. You've got all this fire. And I was like, no, you're crazy. There's no way. And um, at the same mm -hmm. time, I was also in a circus. So I was the MC of a steampunk-themed burlesque and aerial <laughs> fire circus. I lit myself on fire with a jump rope in a performance. It was awesome. Didn't mean to, but it paid off super well. <laughs> It's like a crash at NASCAR. Um, just kidding. Um, anywho's, so he's he saw all this. He's like, align it like this. You have this natural like physical ability. You are gregarious and you enjoy teaching people things. So I was like, you you got an idea there. So then, uh, twenty. 14 rolls, no, pardon me, 2013 rolls mm -hmm. around, my mom gets brain cancer. So I'm in San Diego and I find out, so I'm like, you know, I gotta go take care of mom. You know, family first, run home, you know, help dad, help my brother, and, uh, you know, make sure that, you know, I can do whatever I possibly can to spend as much possible time with my mom as, as, as I could. You know, in college, I studied, um, psychology mm -hmm. and you know so I'm, I'm well aware of like oh you take parts of the brain out you're not gonna last very long especially with cancer um, and then I was also in a biostatistics uh, program for public health a master's program at San Diego State 
when all this went down. And so like for all the classes I took, it was like cancer prevalence rates. So it's just like oh. showing up. Isn't that amazing how life works where all of a sudden you're doing something and something happens and you're like, wait a second, click, 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 click. And that's exactly what happened. Oh. So this was that click, click, click moment where like life was like, cool. No. <laughs> so it, it, you know, quickly derailed everything. I, uh, my mom, she went into a biopsy during one of my finals. I was sweating bullets. My dad calls me. He's like, she made it. I celebrate in the hallway. I finish the test. I throw it at my professor. I'm like, I'm out. Yeah. And uh, promptly, like, sell as much stuff as I could in a week, loaded up my SUV, and I came back home. So I was like, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And then Ricky's words were echoing in my head. You should be a personal trainer. I was like, oh, I don't have a kinesiology uh, a degree. You know, I'm not certified in anything. I don't know what to do. So I got into um, a little, I was just looking around on the internet, as you do when you're looking for jobs. I was like, oh, fitness. So I saw this little place called Nine Round. And I was like, oh, wait, let's check this out. So a um, little backstory there. I really got into boxing after I broke my knee. That was my, uh, my main thing afterwards. I was like, can I surf? Can I snowboard? And she's like, yeah, but... Um, you know, try to stay away from any uh, MMA. And I was like, well, that's really cool stuff right now. <laughs> and I really want to do it. And she's like, well, okay, but stay away from kicks, stay away from rolling around on the ground, you know, just for, just for now. Yeah. So I got into boxing, got into amateur boxing. I was doing that for about two years after I was getting all like healed up after my knee. And so it started like super amateur, got into 10 fights, won eight of them, lost one and tied one. Wow. Yeah, got my bell rung a couple of times, so I was at five concussions. Oh, that uh, sucks. Three were from high school football. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Two were really good punches from the other guy. <laughs> so um, While in the ring or? In the ring. Uh, okay. In the ring, yeah. <laughs> so I just, for whatever reason, I decided to go up against some guy who's bigger. I zigged, should have zagged, and I caught a punch just good enough, and I was like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. So um, I realized this boxing thing is really fun. I really want to keep doing it, but hey, let's not get hit in the face. So, you know, you, I, I took this, this passion that I had now, this physicality, and then applied it to the boxing. The nine round rolls around, like, I know how to do this. Mm-hmm. So then I got into that. I was working there for about two years, and mm-hmm. an opportunity appeared where, um, oh, actually, the end of nine round, mom passed away in 2016. Mm. Um, I took that really hard. As you do, you know, parent, mm-hmm. you lose that, you lose that, and it kind of shifted the whole game. And, you know, I, I took a step back and I'm like, well, what am I going to do with my life? Well, what am I doing in my career currently? Well, I'm making bup kiss an hour for some guy who's <coughs> kind of, you know, not the greatest of supervisors or bosses, and that's sure. understandable. They're out there. It's, you know, not his fault. Um, and so then I saw an opportunity to take, you know, what I was building and to the next level to a bigger spot so then i was at omni mm-hmm. so omni fight club for three years from the you know original location over off kitty hawk to uh downtown here on uh, second street yeah so during that time you know eyes wide open brain like a sponge trying to absorb everything that i can and uh you know how to how to do something correctly because obviously it was doing something was going on there that wasn't happening at nine rounds so eyeballs open take mental notes, write it down if you can, you know, just be involved. So mm-hmm. like since day one, because I knew it was, you know, a small operation, I wanted to be involved in the growth. Hey, what does that part look like? So um, Dennis brought me in. He's like, here's a bunch of opportunities. You know, he, uh, there's, I 
went from you know assistant coach to head coach and then when Livermore 2 opened up on downtown I was the manager for a solid year and I realized that wasn't necessarily where my heart was so I made that shift back to the to the coach and so through this through this uh, I guess wave of the action you know I got to see where my skills were and what I needed to develop and what I wasn't ready for and what I was ready for. Mm. So, you know, 2020, the year of all the years. <laughs> so, you know, as you know, one thing leads to the next. So like if I could I'd give this some kind of a metaphor of a boat. So here I am, you know, over my three years, I'm like, oh, this is cool. Add a plank to the boat. Here's something that works. Add a plank to the boat. Sometimes I had to remove a plank, put a new plank on, and I got so many like great things. So now I got myself a little dinghy. Mm. 2020, the whole ocean kind of retreats. It's super low tide. It's an opportunity to get a dinghy out in the water so that you have a fighting chance to be out as a fisherman, for example. Mm. So I, I see this opportunity where, you know, social distancing, stay away from each other, um, you know, get out away from things. Everything's outside anyway. And I saw this opportunity as, this is it. Like, take everything you've learned you see this amazing opportunity to now get everything in line completely like everything was just one tick out of line you know I had I had uh, the, the talent I had now some know how I didn't have the know-how I had the energy and I had the passion the know-how I just felt like it clicked in mm -hmm. and you know you don't know if you're ready to skydive until you're already out of the plane <laughs> yeah, and you have no other choice right you know yeah. you're, you're in the door and he's like all right i'm three and he's on two and you're already out the door so you know i saw that and i was like i just gotta jump in just do it and you know pull that cord and then just do everything that i can to like just stay on and it's been fun mm. it's been exciting I, i've had uh one hugely successful trail x the first one the weather's been crazy because of the smoke and yeah. that's been like I had to cancel two of them. I actually have two coming up this weekend, one on Saturday, one on Sunday, as a makeup for last weekend that got canceled. So it's all over at Brushy Peak, over here in Livermore. Awesome. I call it the Hilarious Hills. So it's uh, about five miles. There's gonna be some equipment. It's gonna be uh, a hell of a fun wild ride, and it's gonna be something worth doing. That's cool. Yeah, That's man. Cool. How many people do you usually have uh, at the events? The first go? one, I kept it pretty small. Mm -hmm. I, just, like, I capped it at 15. Uh, 18 showed up, as mm -hmm. you know, you expect. Yeah. So uh, I'm hoping that I can figure out a system so that I can send groups into waves. Mm -hmm. So they go out on the trail and they meet me back at a checkpoint. They go out again and they hit me on checkpoint. So think of it kind of like a cloverleaf interchange where you can go any which direction, all coming back to a center point. Mm. Hey, welcome back to the checkpoint. This time you gotta do, but you still go off into different areas of whatever local park, regional park, state park, uh, a federal park, national park, and you can see all these cool things. Yeah. So just trying to make it bite-sized and grow it slowly instead of take a whole bucket of paint and throw it at a canvas, so to speak. You know yeah, what I, mean? I totally understand that. Are you using the path of least, kind of least resistance in the the trees that are bearing the fruit for you that you just kind of walk up and go pluck 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 and then go with that does that make sense it does so you know as as any good idea you have generally fails when it meets resistance <laughs> any good any good general tell got you that plenty, plenty of those under the belt <laughs> yeah. and it's like oh we got a good plan and then you encounter some sort of you know resistance <laughs> like Oh, we didn't anticipate that. Really. Yeah. <laughs> so um, wait, there's a Mississippi River across that border. Uh, yeah, we've got no boat. <laughs> How do we get across that one? So, yeah. You, you best best laid plan. So you just uh, a lot of it is flying by the seat of your pants. Mm. Um, 
but you know as so long as you go in with a plan I do a look at each of the trails and I'll take my bike up and around them okay so I do it myself so I can at least get a good mileage idea mm. hey this is what this feels like on a bike this is gonna be kind of like a little bit easier or harder on your feet mm. depending on what the terrain is like mm. so that way I can I can map it out and then I can put the checkpoints around right the workouts but as far as like scheduling that part is just a nightmare for me it's not I wouldn't say a nightmare um, the app that I use isn't friendly with flexibility. Okay. So, for example, I put in the whole Trail X series for all the weeks mm -hmm. that I had it originally planned. Well, we had to cancel one. I need to reschedule it, but the app that I'm using is like, cancel everything and uh, redo it. Yeah. And I'm like, ah, I can't do that. So you have business strategy operational challenges right. using software, which tends to happen. Exactly. Right? It's like. It's easy to set the website up, get the business license, do what you need to do, but then it's like, okay, now we got to make this work. Right. Let's, <laughs> let's get these cogs turning together now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> so I'm, I'm doing my best to be like, oh, no, horse, scoot forward a little bit, and then get the cart behind you. Right. So I can at least have something moving. Good. But it's cool. I mean, I'm getting a lot of good feedback. You know, I'm open to, you know, people's ideas because I know that I don't have every single one. Mm. But the more that I can hear, I can also filter out bad ones or ones that I feel like wouldn't be the best. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily bad ones, but, yeah. you know, not directions I would take, for example. Right. So there's plenty of, you know, room for growth. And that's what I find really exciting about it is because, you know, I'm going to continue to work at it and just see how that system grows mm -hmm. and like at what point you know prune the tree mm. to make it even more efficient mm. or like a brain you know your synapses you know the more they fire the thicker they get so that's where bad habits disappear you stop doing something your brain literally unwires itself mm. and puts that effort somewhere else so you know business plan kind of the same idea if this if, if you know line a b x z is working Cool, let's put more into that. If that's the way that's gonna help me, you know, continue to give out all the love and the passion and, and grow this thing the way that I feel I can help the most people, let's do that. Mm. You know, there's there's other like you know modalities that I'm not uh, you know gonna be a, a afraid of or not gonna do directly. So like for example, like um, like, like like a Zoom online thing. There's there's lots of people doing that. That's their niche, and you know, I'm everyone sure ran to it as soon as you know that. And and COVID happened, 2020 came along, and then it's online. Exactly. So mm -hmm. now everything, so like, you know, you scroll through Instagram, and you're going to be, you're going to see at least, you know, 10 workouts of the day, and it's usually the same minute-long clip. Hey, check out this. I'll show you three reps of each of these exercises, and then, boom, post Instagram. And that's like free content. So they make money some other way, mm -hmm. where, you know, my, my shtick, my gig is through the actual workout, the, the, the programming, the intention behind it, the, 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 the direction that it has. Mm. So that's my selling point, and um, I want people outside, man. Like, get that vitamin D, get that fresh air. We're supposed to be out and away from each other anyway. Mm. Let's get out into nature. Let's mm. go revisit that, because that's still out there. Yeah, man, that's important. Yeah, just, that's you know, important. As someone that's been in the training that you know you know about, it's like, <clears throat> I think that that has been the some of the most important things of, of our mental health for myself and even for my family is actually getting outside and moving and doing what we can do. I mean, pending the AQI in California has been pretty crazy over the past couple months. 900 but wor day. Yeah, but working around that, it's important. It's important getting outside and not feeling secluded from, you know, just from the world. Yeah, getting, the, getting stuck. Yeah, you know? there's a thing to it when we talk about being around trees, being around nature, being outside in the ground in the dirt sweating up a mountain going through the process like and you don't know it until you do it and then when you do it 
you want more of it and you want a lot more of it and that's that strenuous life right there because <laughs> when you're at the, when you're done with it you're like dude i feel awesome yeah or i i feel so accomplished i did this crazy hard thing mm. 200 miles if i believe yeah 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 <laughs> man that's gonna be nuts yeah it's going so, to um one other thing that i wanted to tap on real quick for um what the project is and a little bit more about it mm -hmm. um it's the anywhere warrior project the whole idea about the warrior component of it is that it's not like oh we're out to like beef or like pick fights or be like hyper machismo like i want to try to like re rewire that so the warrior component is like you're fighting the self evils you're trying to win the battle of self positivity of self love of self care um, it's like to serve up confidence and help combat like depression, anxiety, getting your neurotransmitters moving, getting the dopamine, getting the, no the epinephrine, all that just firing in your brain, which is like natural feel good juice. And then, you know, you own into your body, you get the mind body connection. And like, I want to help people develop that self worth. You climb that mountain, awesome, yeah. dude, way to go. You know, the self image is going to come with that. Yeah, I'm a mountain climber now. I just, I'm an outdoors guy. I want to go camping. I want to grow a beard i want to have like 10 dogs with me i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> but like most importantly you're gonna you know find i want people to find that that love again but not of like not just necessarily nature but like i love what i'm doing right now mm. i love this moment that i put myself in i love this you know series of decisions that's led me to this moment this this self-encompassing like you are in your own moment at the top of a mountain or anywhere on the trail at a lake at the bottom of a valley next to a river, you found that, that rest point where you're just like, you just take a moment and you say to yourself, if this isn't nice, I don't know what is. So really trying to like build that positivity from, from the inside, making people intrinsically happy people instead of trying to find it through social media, instead of trying to find it through video games or consuming things or, you know, getting people back out there. I mean, as you know, I quit smoking weed this year. Ah, congrats. Thank you. Um, <laughs> it's been, oh boy, holding my tongue is tough for some people. I'm, I was like, I've realized I had a lot more of like, I don't care about like, you know, I love what a lot of people have to say, but it's like, wow, wow, people, be nice to each other. Yeah. Come on, just, if you're gonna be anything, just be kind. Yeah. Like, geez, we all got souls. We're all, we are all our own hero. Yeah. In, in our own narrative. So yeah. I want people to find that self-love on the mountain with Anywhere Warrior and Trail X. And the whole growth side of it is I want people to be like, I found this cool trail. I live in West Virginia and I took your workout and I did it. And oh my gosh, it was super hard in this one, in this trail. And so eventually working with, you know, local parks departments and setting up challenge rocks along a trail where, hey, you're going along, I don't know, for example, uh, Sycamore Grove, the Winery Loop Trail, mm -hmm. you get to a point, you see a big yellow rock, big orange rock, and on it there's a placard that says, Anywhere Warrior Checkpoint One. Gives you a little bit of workout to do, something something simple, something basic, something like this happened back in the day. If you've ever been in, like around those old parks, you'll see those monkey bars, those random balance beams right, along right, the right. lake. Yep. So similar idea, but putting it out a little bit farther, getting it out away from humanity and putting a little bit more in that rugged, kind of area mm. so I'm gonna work with that with like parks departments and do things like that but that's all down the road you know right now I'm just trying to uh, get trail X off the ground and do it with a personality and uh, grow anywhere warrior membership base
That's okay. awesome, man. Keep building that content. Ooh, that was a lot of info. That was it a is. lot of info. So why don't you tell everybody where they can find you uh, now that they've fallen in love with your story, your conversation. <laughs> all right. You guys can always find me anywhere, warrior.com. That's where you guys can get all the uh, info, the, uh, the recipe to the Kool-Aid, if you will. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Anywhere Warrior and Facebook at Anywhere Warrior. You can find me on Facebook at Nick De La Muerte, Nick of the Dead. Um, I'm here for you guys. You got me uh, all over the place. I love you. Thank you, Kevin, for having yeah. me on. Yeah, thank you I for appreciate. coming on and coming and telling your story and you know sending the love out there. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Absolutely. It's fitting that we're in a park, too. We are. We are. Outdoors. We are. And it's out. hot. It's hot. Well, you're in, yeah, you're in the sun. <laughs> me, of my freckled life, I was like, ha the shade, it works for me. I forgot my sunblock in the car. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Nick. <laughs> Thank you, Kev. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Woo! Hey, it's Kev Hempel here with the Kevin Hempel Podcast. Thank you so much once again for listening. I hope you enjoyed our conversation with Nick from Anywhere Warrior. And if you have a story, a friend, a family member, or a cool little business that you would like to come on the show and chat about, that's what we are here for. We are here to share the story, uh, any story, uh, even if it's something simple. You never know how sharing your story could positively affect somebody, which could ultimately uh, help me reach my goal in life and my mission in life, which is to positively affect a billion people before I physically leave this earth. So thank you once again. I appreciate you. Much love.